Welcome back to another episode of the Halloween Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Piper. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Welcome back to another week. We're staying consistent, guys. So how about that? Hmm? Round of applause for all of us. Um, so today, you know, being it's the first day of football and all that, um, to be completely honest with you, this was a little tough to create because... Um, you know, I would love to sit on my couch right now and just watch the football game. But you know what? No, I challenge myself to come out with a podcast every week. So here we are. So today, we're actually going to talk about something pretty interesting is we're going to talk about um, very, we're briefly going to go over, we're not going to go into depth yet, um, but we're going to talk about black and white photography and basically like when you should shoot it, when you shouldn't shoot it things of that nature. Um, so yeah, so thank you for coming on and uh, let's get into it. So black and white photography is beautiful, right? I mean, I feel like nobody can argue that black and white photography um, is very powerful and is very, you know, almost sentimental. Like it makes you feel so many different things. And it's kind of funny because there's actually kind of like a little reason behind that. Um, the reason behind that is actually that black and white photography is really used to showcase details of a subject. So that's why when you look at a black and white portrait, it's so powerful because it's showing all the true details of the person's or the subject's face. Um, so which is really cool. And that's how it gets us to like, to feel something like, wow, this is, this is amazing. This is really old, you know, things of that nature, which is really cool. So that's kind of the first way. And the first reason why you would shoot black and white is you want to showcase detail, um, which is obviously great, but I'm going to tell you my first experience shooting black and white. Cause I feel like a lot of photographers and a lot of artists go down this path. When I first started getting into photography, I didn't understand when to shoot in black and white. And let me just clarify something is when we talk about shooting in black and white, obviously in today's day and age with digital, 99% um, of it, if not all of it is color. So when I say shoot in black and white, it means, you know, when you pop it into Lightroom or Photoshop or whatever, you know, editing software you're using, um, you're going to turn it into a black and white photo. So now... When I first started out, I decided that to me, the only reason why to shoot in black and white was to help me edit. If I couldn't figure out colors, if I couldn't figure out how I wanted an image to be edited, um, things of that nature, I used it as like a cop out, which is, you know, kind of, it's kind of funny now that I think back about it. But it's also something you should not do. And, you know, there's a reason why my professors in school were like, what's going on with your black and white work? Like, this doesn't look right. Because there's a very, it's a trade secret that when you want to shoot something in black and white, when you want to edit something in black and white, you actually have to go into the shoot thinking of the black and white photo. So there's this cool little thing too is that you really should do that with every like photo you take, right? So like when you take a photo, you should really envision in your head, like, hey, this is how I want this photo to turn up. You know, already have the finalized edit in you. So when you shoot black and white, you should prepare yourself that, hey, I want to shoot in black and white and I want to, basically, I want to make sure that all the details are really, really good, right? So 
when, again, when I first started transforming my images into black and white, they were very lazy and sloppy. And I really didn't understand why until I started digging into it a little more and started to do a little bit more research. And then I found out like, wow, like maybe I should start visualizing my photos in black and white if I want to shoot in black and white. So that's what I started doing. And I don't really take a lot of photos in black and white and edit them in black and white. It's not really who I am, to be honest. If it's up to me, I'd rather just shoot film in black and white, um, which, but you know, from the film photography episode, it costs more money to get black and white film developed. So I could understand why people want to shoot digitally in black and white. Um, but the photos that I have shot black and white in are some of my favorite photos ever. And, you know, I'll make a little video on them and post it as a reel so you can see those, th you know, those photos. And there's three or four, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but when I try to shoot black and white photos or when I think about shooting black and white photos, I actually try and limit myself to it. So what I mean by that is, is I don't want to overdo black and white because to me, then it feels less powerful if I submit 35 black and white photos, right? To a client. So like if I do an engagement shoot, say I give them 70 photos, if all 70 photos were in black and white, like it loses that like, you know, magical feel to it, right? Because you're just like, it's repetitive and you're like, oh, like, all right, another black and white photo of them kissing. Like, you know, and it's like, but if I submitted five to 10 of black and white photos and gave that, like that feels more powerful because now it feels old. It feels nostalgic. It feels, you know, it's very, it's like a raw emotion, right? So that's what's pretty, pretty awesome about it. But it's also kind of, you know, challenging, I guess, right? Because you don't want to just always shoot in black and white. Cause like I said, then you lose it, but you also don't want to lose that creative touch. So, you know, also just remember like, these are all just my opinions, right? Like there's no rule saying you can't shoot in black and white and you can't do this, like and all that. Do whatever the hell you want. You can do whatever you want. It's just what I personally do and what I personally believe is, you know, I try to limit myself with the amount of photos I give in black and white because I want them to feel special. I want to, you know, if I take a portrait in black and white, I want it to feel something. I want that emotion. And that's not to say now that you can't get that emotion in, you know, colored photos because you absolutely can and, you know, a lot of photographers do. I just think that black and white photos have this sense of emotion to it. And, you know, when we think about that sense of emotion, that that's crazy, like old nostalgic feeling, you know, a lot of it has to do with like history, right? Like, I mean, think back to a time when you were in history class, let's say US history class. And, you know, we all saw it. And un unfortunately, I don't remember the name of the photo on the top of my head or the photographer. I will link it in the show notes and give them credit. But we all seen the same photo of the mom literally sitting in a factory, or I don't believe it wasn't a factory, but it was a shelter with their two, with her two kids. And it's black and white and you could see the dirt on their faces. You could see how horrible it is. Right. And it's like, that's one of those photos that like stuck with me forever because, or do one even better. You know, when the war was finally over the black and white photo of the couple kissing, you know, in the street, um, you know, it's just kind of crazy to like think about these crazy moments and like how powerful black and white is, right? Because that's all we used to have was just black and white. And now we have color. So I don't think there's anything wrong with color. I love shooting in color, to be completely honest with you. But 
I think there is something to be said about black and white photography and the power behind it. And I really think the power behind it comes from these old nostalgic photos. And I also think that it's because when we were in these classes or we learned about these things, you know, you see photos of the Great Depression and, you know, things of that nature. It's all in black and white, again, because that's all they had. But I think because of that's all they had and that's what these, you know, historic photos are colorized in in black and white is why I think it's so powerful, right? Which is just so interesting to, you know, think about and to really do a deep dive on it. So now, of course, like, you know, again, like these are all, it's all my opinion, right? Like there's no one holding, you know, a gun to our head saying like these, this is how it is and blah, 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 you know, and it's just cool to talk about it. So I'm curious to hear like your guys' thoughts about it. Like, why do you think black and white photos are so powerful? But then, you know, it's also interesting, right, to think about it this way is social media does not advertise and push black and white photos. If anything, it neglects black and white photos. And it's kind of curious. It kind of like, like I'm trying to think of the words. It kind of like, it piques my curiosity is why doesn't social media, you know, showcase more black and white photos, right? And, you know, is it, is there like, I mean, we could do a huge deep dive on this. Is it, you know, crazy things happening and they're just, you know, they don't want us to remember our past and all that. Or is it that people just want to see the super oversaturated, you know, sunset in Greece or Italy or whatever, you know, because they're beautiful. But don't you kind of want to see the old style, like black and white portraits of like, you know, anybody. It could be a beautiful person. It could be, you know, it could be anything like just to see the detail in it. Right. So I think it's kind of interesting to think that way too, where it's just like, why doesn't social media, you know, showcase black and white photos more often? Why don't they push them? So now to my opinion, that's why you don't really see a lot of black and white photographers anymore. You know, I barely shoot black and white myself. And to be completely honest with like my friends that are photographers and, you know, they'll listen to this. Like, I don't even think any of them shoot black and white. Maybe they'll shoot black and white film, but they won't ever edit photos in black and white. I mean, even all my clients, like none of my clients really want black and white photos. I mean, I'll never forget. I <laughs> shout out to my buddy, Syl. Um, he, I did his engagement shoot and I submitted, I think gave him like 10 black and white photos. And he actually said to me, he's like, when I opened them up and saw the black and white photos, he's like, the first thing that Sorelli said to me was like, why are they in black and white? And, you know, still vouched for me and was like, I'm sure they're in color too, which I would always, I always do that. And you know, and, and those are good friends of mine. Right. And it's like, you know, at the time it's like, I never thought of it. Like why, who cares if they were in black and white. Right. Like, obviously I'd give them in color, but it's like, it's kind of crazy that like black and white now of days it's, it's like so looked, it's so looked down upon, but when we do see it, we all feel the same way. Like we all feel that sense of emotion and rawness and power. And it, you know, it makes us feel a type of way, but why do we ne neglect it and push it down and we don't want to see it. Right. So it's, is it because like, it reminds us of hardship? Is it because it makes us, you know, feel something more than we can't, like we can't explain it. You know, it's just kind of like, it's just very interesting to like, think about it because I'm trying to think of it as like myself. And I hope, you know, you are trying to think of it like for yourself, like, why don't you see a lot of black and white photos anymore? And, you know, for me, it's almost like, 
I feel like it's kind of because, you know, social media is so, is so push, like so much pushing, like it's pushing color so much. Mm. Everybody wants to see color. Everybody wants to see these beautiful sunsets and, you know, oversaturated, you know, places that look, let's face it, not real. I mean, look at the water in Greece that looks like, you know, blue, light blue Gatorade, or if you want to be crazy and call it Glacier Freeze Gatorade, which you guys are crazy if you call it that. Everybody knows Gatorade's called by the color the light blue Gatorade that's like in the ocean. If you get up at five in the morning or something like that, like, yes, please. I would love to go photograph that and see that and swim in it. But there's a place for that and it's beautiful, but it's like, why does that all that people care about? Why is it they only care about seeing these like beautiful saturated places? Right. And like, why does social media only care about that? It's just very interesting to, you know, the thing about, and I know this is a little bit of a rant here, but there is like a purpose to this video is because, you know, I kind of want to challenge people to start shooting more in black and white and not only shooting more in black and white, but like being confident enough to post it on like your Instagram grid or your Vero or, you know, your website, things like that. And like, this is a challenge for myself too, because like, like I said, I don't really shoot a lot of black and white. I have about four or five photos that I absolutely love that are black and white that I would get printed and, you know, the whole nine. And one of the photos is literally like the first, one of the first portraits I've ever taken in my life. And it was of my cousin, Steven, who just finished running the New York City, New York City Marathon. So shout out to my cousin, Steven. I took a black and white portrait of him in the streets of New York City, biting down on his metal. And to this day, it's one of my favorite portraits I've ever taken. And I edited it in black and white and the detail is crazy. And you know, I actually printed that out and gave it to him as a Christmas present. And it was the first piece of artwork. And actually to this day, the only piece of artwork that I've ever printed of my own and he has it. So shout out Steven. I hope you still have it. Um, but yeah. And like, that's one of my favorite photos I've ever taken. And here I am saying that I barely shoot black and white. And like, why is that? Right. And it's like, literally, I would argue that is the best portrait I've ever taken in my life. And it's just, it's crazy to think about that here I'm sitting and I don't, I'm like, oh, I don't really shoot black and white. I've never even posted that photo on Instagram. You know, no one has really seen it unless you go on my website. And even on my website, if you go on portraits, it's the last portrait on my website. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like when you, when you think about it, like think about that, right? Like my favorite portrait, arguably my favorite portrait I've ever taken in my photography, like career, 10 years, right? Is never been posted on social media. I barely look at it. And on my website under portraits, it's the last portrait on my website because it's black and white. Because in my mind, it doesn't fit with color. Because in art school, which if you're listening to this and you are in art school, you will understand what I'm about to say is when you submit a portfolio of work as, you know, to get graded, you never ever mix black and white in color because it's hard on the eyes. You have to pick one. You have to either submit it all in color or submit it all in black and white. And I think because of that and learning that, I decided that while my Instagram grid is all color, it can't be black and white. It messes with the grid. My Vero is all color. It can't be, you know, can't be black and white and so on and so on. Right. Which is so stupid because it's like, who's telling me that like, this is what it has to be. No one. It's myself. Right. There's the best thing about art is there's no rules, right? Like it's, it's all subjective. So we can literally do whatever we want and whatever we say. Right. And like, sometimes that's what makes the best artist. It's the ones that goes against the grain. Right. So, you know, 
I'm going to reiterate this again. Like I challenge you as the listener to, you know, start shooting a little bit more black and white and maybe, you know, start posting it more or, you know, put it on your website first or you know, just show more people. Right. Cause like as photographers, actors, creatives, like even graphic designers, anything like we're so proud of our work and we can't wait to, you know, showcase our work. But when you think about the things that we showcase and stuff like that, right. It's like, I only, sh when people ask me, Hey, can I see your work? I show, you know, my color photos or like this or that, like these most beautiful photos ever. And it's like, you know, it's just very interesting to think about. I know it was a little bit of a rant and, you know, I do apologize. I just think it's, it's very important to, you know, think about black and white photography and think about the meaning behind it, right? Like how powerful it is. And I'm curious to think like, you know, hear like your guys' thought. Like, I'm curious to see, like, do you guys feel the same way that like black and white photos are very powerful? And if you do feel that way, like, I'm curious to hear like why you guys feel that way and why do you, why do you not shoot in black and white? And if you shoot in black and white, like solely shoot in black and white, then like, please like, you know, reach out and tell me, like, I think that's amazing. Right. I think that would be really cool. Really cool. You know, discussion to have. So, you know, let's kind of jump off of the rant a little bit here and let's bring it back to when you really should shoot black and white. Right. So like I said, there's, there's really no rules. You could do whatever you want. Right. Art subjective, but Usually, like I said in the beginning, black and white is to showcase details. So if you're trying to, let's put it this way. If you're at the lake, right? You're at the lake or you're at the beach and you're trying to take like a sun, sun, a sunset um, photo, black and white's not really ideal, right? Now, of course, like I said, again, this is all subjective, but in my opinion, like that's not really ideal, right? Like, why would I take that in black and white? No, I want to take it and hopefully it's pastel colors or, you know, something like that. And I could edit it and it looks awesome, right? But if I were to take, you know, to bear with me here now, right? If I was in New York City and I wanted to take a picture of like, you know, say I'm in Manhattan, I want to take a picture of like an old building. Black and white's perfect for that. I want to showcase the old building, right? So you see what I'm saying? So it doesn't just have to be, you know, portraits in black and white. It can be anything in black and white. I think you just have to analyze your scene. So I use the landscape at the beach, you know, as first, but my first example, but let's use this example, right? Let's go back to landscapes here. So if I were to take a photo, say I'm in let's just use Moraine Lake in Banff, Alberta. I've never been. It's on my number one bucket list to go. Now, Moraine Lake, obviously, yes, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely, it's glacier water. It's pretty, right? But say if I wanted to do, you know, zoom in on the mountains, right? Not get the water in. I just wanted a mountain shot. You know, a black and white mountain shot would look awesome, right? Like that's one of those where it's like, wow, like, that could be super powerful and super amazing because like I'm seeing the magnitude and the detail of, you know, this, this mountain. Right. So it's like black and white kind of makes you feel besides making it feel like powerful. It also kind of makes you feel like it's like a little seductive. Like it's very like, it almost like seduces you. I know that sounds weird to say, but it almost does because it's like, you're just like intrigued by it. Like you stare at the photo more and you're like, why does it work? Why? You know, it's, it's just very interesting. 
you know, the same thing goes with, you know, how to shoot black and white, right? So when I say like, I'll make sure you're shooting in black and white, it's if you're going to take a photo in black and white, right? Everything I just said is, you know, it's all pre-planned, right? But you also have to think of it as this, like, how is the lighting? Because black and white, you will see everything. You can't, you know, I don't want to say you can't because you could always fix it in post, but it's hard to, you know, mimic lighting if it's wrong, right? And black and white, we'll see that because black and white, you have to remember you're not manipulating colors, so you can't hide behind colors. You know, the color to your photo, your highlights, and your shadows, right? So, you know, you have to make sure that the lighting's correct and you have to make sure that, you know, the detail that's going to be showcased is correct, right? Because you're going to see everything in that photo. You know, same thing like if you're taking a black and white photo of a forest, like you're seeing all those trees, you're going to see everything. And, you know, how do you combat that? Well, you know, you have to, you know, pre-shoot and pre-plan how you want this photo to look, you know, and frame your photo properly in your camera and frame it, you know, it all has to be steps. It's not easy. Black and white photography is not easy. And by no means am I an expert at it at all because I'm not. Um, but it's one of those things that I just feel like it's so interesting and it's just not talked about enough because social media is trying to push us away from black and white photography. And, you know, like I said, you can go on a whole rant about, oh, it's because they don't want us to remember our past and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everything's to the future and all that, like whatever you want to say. But it's like I said in the film photography episode, right, that it's like everything that was once old becomes new again. And I truly believe that. And I almost feel that way about black and white photography. And I think that's why it has such a connection with everybody and such a hold on people, right? It, so it's like, if it has such a connection with everybody and such a hold on people as artists, why wouldn't we shoot in black and white? Why wouldn't we at least edit in black and white? Right? Like when you think about it, it's like, cause as artists, our job is we just want, we just want somebody to feel something. That's all we want. We just want you to feel some type of way about our work. You know, whether it's good, bad, sad, whatever, like it doesn't matter. It's just, I want you to feel something. I want you to look at my artwork and be like, wow, I feel this or whatever. Even if it's not what I want you to feel, you know, just because that means I got, I did right. If you ask me, I did right by my job. So if I can shoot black and white and make you instantly feel something because it's black and white, why wouldn't we start doing that? You know what I mean? So like I said, I already apologize and I'll apologize again for this rant about black and white photography. It's just one of those things that it's not talked about a lot and it's just very interesting um, to think about and to talk about. Um, but yeah, so, you know, like I'm going to post some of my black and white work um, with what I'll do is, is I'll probably post a reel promoting this episode on my Instagram and the show's Instagram. And then I'll probably post some black and white work to follow. And, you know, we'll go from there. I hope you guys, you know, DM me, reach out. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about black and white photography. And, you know, if you guys feel the same way or if you guys have different opinions, that's awesome too. Let's, let's connect, you know. So remember to follow the show at Wolfpack underscore studio 24. Um, that's on Instagram. That's on Vero. I think it's on TikTok too, but I don't really post on TikTok. Um, but yeah, come, come hang out, man. Come follow the show. Come, you know, DM me. Let's talk. Like, you know, if you want to become a guest on the podcast, DM me, maybe we can hit it off and, you know, we'll go from there. So thank you so much for listening to the show. And, uh, you know, always remember wolves howl louder in a pack. Peace guys. Till next time.